Today on the podcast, we're joined by Brett Michael Dean. No, not Brett Michaels, but he's just as cool. Brett is a crane operator with the Local 12 Operating Engineers here in California. Crane operators fascinate me. I see cranes all over the place, along the freeways, building stadiums, building homes, you name it. So I really wanted to ask exactly what he does and to tell me a little bit more about what goes into being a crane operator. This is the Little Bit Podcast. You literally came from work. Yes, I did. And you I did came, work today. Did you go home first? I did go home because I didn't want to show up in uh, your house on your carpet with uh, <laughs> my, my dirty and greasy work clothes and stuff. So <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, well, I've known Brett for a while now, almost 10 years, and he works so much night and day, crazy hours, works for days on end. And he does get some, do some fun stuff on his days off. Uh, but Brett works with cranes and I am just so fascinated by this. And I hope you find something really interesting about this too. Um, let's just jump right into it, Brett. So tell me, first of all, tell me about a crane. Like, tell me about how, how, how long it took you to learn how to drive it, like, or use it. Like, Tell me about its parts. Like, tell me about the crane. Well, cranes are really interesting. You know, they're one of the most engineered pieces of equipment on a construction site. Um, They're mostly made in Germany, which people don't know. But there's just every little thing about a crane is engineered to the precision, you know. Mm -hmm. And when you show up on a job site, like, you know, you guys are the big dogs. Everyone's there. Everyone's looking at you. Everyone kind of wants to be you, especially during the summer when they look at the air conditioning cab and you're just sitting there chilling. So how long did it take you to learn how to use the crane? And do you have a practice area or do they just throw you in and like kind of show you the ropes on the site? Well, as for me, I grew up in the industry with my father in the crane industry as well. So I kind of learned how to run a crane when I was a little kid because... When my parents bought their first house, my dad brought in a crane to pull out all the trees. Mm-hmm. So he had me run the crane to pull all the trees out. And when our next door neighbor's like, why are you letting your six-year-old son run the crane? And my dad's like, because I can't trust him to run a chainsaw. <laughs> so he had me run the crane. And my little reward was my dad would let me, like, you know, put the uh, sling in a basket and he'd swing me around and stuff oh like that. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Um, but as of my official training in the when i joined the union in 2004 with the operating engineers i was an apprentice and the apprenticeship program has a a wide range of what the operating engineers do we just don't do cranes we do all heavy equipment we do grade checking we do inspections we also do uh elevators and stuff like that too Hmm. like standing equipment in uh, machine rooms and stuff okay so part of my operating engineers apprenticeship program was i went to uh, a training site every other weekend for a couple semesters, it was like three and a half, four years. Oh, wow. And I got trained in grade checking, inspecting, plan reading, scrapers, dozers. Wow. Um, all, all that stuff and, and cranes. But when you come in through the apprenticeship program, you know, you pay your dues. And people okay. don't expect that much from you because you are an apprentice. You're you're learning at, through a trade school. Okay, yeah. I have a, a really good friend uh, who is an electrician, but he's an apprentice right now. I mean, he's busting his butt. Yes. They don't pay you a lot. You work crazy hours. You have to take tests and all this stuff all the time. You get tested randomly. You're drug tested randomly. Like, it seems kind of stressful to be an apprentice. Yes, I mean, it is. I mean, we do ride them a lot harder because that is 
part of the apprenticeship program. You know, it's, it is construction. We want to, you know, root out the people that are going to turn and run at the first sign of like weakness. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we kind of like the guys that kind of go back and forth with us. <laughs> yeah. Like today, for instance, like I looked at my partner and I'm like, there's three apprentices and a yard kid on this job. I was like, I'm not getting dirty or sweaty at all today. Like I'm, <laughs> you're going to make them work. <laughs> I'm chilling today. Like, so I just sat there. Like I was one of the guys on the ground. We were building up a crane, which technically I was called a third man. A third man is not the crane operator, not the crane oiler, okay. but is a guy that drives uh support semi trucks with counterweight rigging wow. and all stuff to build up the crane. Cause we built up a 265 crane and I don't know exactly the counterweight, uh, poundage, but it was something in like the 150,000 pound range oh that we had to load up onto the crane so it can set up and do the job. So do you need a crane to build a crane? No, most cranes come engineered to where they can build themselves. Um, some of the larger ones do need an assist crane, but mostly all the the mobile hydros, they all build themselves. So if it's on the truck, can the pieces lock in together kind of by themselves? Like, what do you mean it builds itself? Like, it all comes on a big semi-truck bed? No, the crane, the mobile crane will travel by itself with the bo- with the boom hanging over the back end, mm-hmm. what's in called the dolly. And the dolly is there just to get the axle spreading down for Caltrans. So oh. when you go over a bridge, you're not overloading a bridge and creating more work for ourselves. Uh-huh. Okay. So once you put out your outriggers, gain your stability, and you boom the crane up out of the dolly, mm-hmm. the crane is able to grab the miscellaneous pieces of counterweight or jib that it needs for the job site, and you can lay it out and stack it on yeah. the crane. and some of these cranes are huge. Like, what's the biggest crane out there? Like, what's the biggest one you've ever used, and what's the biggest one out there in existence? The biggest that I've ever used is a crane called the 16, uh, Manitowoc 16,000. Um, their crane boom, I mean, it, it can go forever. I think the most they can put in it is almost like 350 feet, but don't, Wow. I, I might not, not be sure. correct on yeah. that. Um, there's, I know there's other cranes that are just absolutely humongous in Europe where we can't even. Like how did they build a skyscraper in Dubai? Oh, those are built with like tower cranes and tower uh, cranes are the, like, you know, the ones you see in like major metropolitan areas that are, you know. They're like standing. on the building. Yeah, and they look like Got a hammerhead it. and stuff like that. Got it. Those will actually um, self-jack themselves up where mm-hmm. they have a hydraulic jacking system where you can put in another section and climb the crane as high ah, as it needs. Interesting. So I I don't know much about this, but I see cranes everywhere. Freeways. There's so many of them building our new football stadium out here in Los Angeles. Tell me all the things that cranes are really there for. Is it everything in construction? And what are some of the projects that you're working on? Cranes are there for almost everything in construction. And what people don't realize, the most important thing about a crane is the only reason why it's on the job is because mm-hmm. there's no other way to get it done. Because oh. a crane's kind of expensive to rent. Yeah. So if there was a cheaper way to do it, they'd do it. But this is the easiest way and the most cost efficient. Okay. So... Uh, we've done a lot of good jobs. I mean, one of my biggest projects we just finished was, uh, Disneyland. We did the, um, the Star Wars land. Oh my gosh. Cool. Yeah. It was really cool. I mean, I'm a huge Star Wars nerd. So (laughs) I was freaking out every day. Like they were like, Oh, those big, like walkie thingies. I'm like, you mean an AT-AT? Like, come on, dude. Like get with the program. AT-AT. Hello. Yeah. And then they're like, Oh, it's like a village. I'm like, it's the Ewok village. Like get it straight. Oh my gosh. There's an Ewok village. Oh, like I shouldn't be saying this. Cause like. (gasps) 
That's a secret? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Don't say anything. Uh, but then also, like, one of the also big major projects we just finished up was uh, my company's part in building the Ram slash Chargers uh, stadium. Which, wow. Which really cool, like, experience because, you know, that's going to be there for a long, long time. Yeah. And, like, you know, you can bring, bring your kids there and yeah. maybe even your grandchildren be like, yeah. I built this. Yeah. Like, that's so cool. Yeah, you see that little dent right there? That was me. <laughs> <laughs> I've been by there, and if any of you have ever if you know what he's talking about or you go- want to Google it, those big white arches that kind of go over the stadium, what are those, and are they in many, many pieces? The, the, like, you put those up with a crane, I assume. Yeah, yeah, you put them up with a crane. They actually got a really, really large crane there. Uh, I don't even know the exact tonnage of it. Mm-hmm. But, like, just standing by it is just massive. It's like the crane operator sits, like, I think, like, 25, 30 feet in the air. Holy like, in his God. operator's cab. Holy crap. Um, and they're they're picking up, like, close to a million pounds to set wow. each piece of that So iron. that that piece is is in is almost like a waffle fry, right? Yes. It's a big piece. It's not individual strips. It's a big old No, chunk. no. They'll put, like, a, 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 a section together mm. and then hang it, and a section together and hang it. Wow. And then I believe with the stadium, what they're going to end up doing is kind of putting, like, it's a, a like a polyurethane uh, roof over it. Oh, no way. Yeah, so it's... It's going to be uh, like a flimsy material, but like it shrink wraps around the stadium. So it like what? it lets in light, but it keeps the element uh, elements out and stuff like that. What? Is that going to go up with the crane? I don't know. I, I would assume they'd have to because I think it's probably going to be in a lot of big pieces that they'll have to unroll and yeah, do it. Yeah, that's interesting to me because I was, when I heard about that, I heard it's going to be more of a dome. It's going to be weatherproof. I thought, how is this not like, you know, it's got to be clear. So how do you get up there? A, clean it. And B, like, what if it gets so gross over the years you got to replace it? Like, it's, it's kind of weird. That's someone else's job that I don't <laughs> care about. Like, I mean, obviously, like, I mean, they're putting up a stadium, so they have great minds that are thinking about this stuff later on down the road. But they don't come to the little old crane operators and ask them questions <laughs> like that. So, Brett, I'm from a blue-collar, working-class family. Yeah. My grandpa was a welder. My other grandpa worked for Westinghouse. Um, my dad was a glazer. Um, you know, my stepdad was a power washer. And many of them were in unions. My pap was in a welder's union for his whole life. Um, I think it's awesome, but I don't really understand it. Can you help me kind of understand why you're in unions and kind of what they do? Well, unions come together, uh, the group, and they set a contract up and go to the uh, the companies and say, hey, you know, this will be our wage for the next three years, and then we'll come together and make another thing. It's, you know, collective bargainism. Okay, so you bargain with the company on what the wages will be, and you kind of bid them out, kind of? Yeah, it's like kind of bid them out. It's also with all the benefits in it, like, you know, subsistence, hourly pay, premium pay for when we have to do night work, mm-hmm. you know, say if we're working in hazmat or any type of environment. Yeah. And then it's also, you know, it's, they have to break down the, you know, like our lunch periods, our break periods. But if we get paid extra for doing this, we get paid extra for doing that. Do you think companies prefer to work with unions or do they like non-union and what are the benefits well, and disadvantages? The best advantage of working with a union is that you know for a fact that you are getting a skills trade man to come to your job site nice. and do the best job that he can do mm-hmm. the most professional way. You were saying earlier that like you have a lot of buddies who are, you know, you're friends with iron workers and you're friends with welders and things like that. 
Iron workers are welders. They're, oh. they're like the same thing. Well, wait, what's a pipe fitter then? <laughs> oh, a pipe fitter is a, is a welder, but they just stick around pipes. Where oh. an iron worker is a welder as well, but they're the ones that are building all the structural steel. I see. As a crane operator, the iron workers, I mean, they're local 433 in Los Angeles and mm-hmm. Nevada. They're our closest brothers. We love them to death, and they love us back because... We work hand-in-hand hand with each other. Mm-hmm. When I'm hanging iron with a crane, I got two connectors that are so high up in the air, and they depend on me to deliver the piece of iron safely mm-hmm. enough to where they can put their hands on it and fish it into where it needs to go and put it in by hand. Wow. And then they give you the sign that you they can release it and you can... Yes, you they, have a, they have a phone man that gives me his signals and stuff like that and talks me all the way through it. Dang. Do you have an assistant? <laughs> I do. I run a 275-ton crane, and I do have an assistant. A, what he's called, uh, official job title, is the crane oiler. I don't like saying that because, oh, okay. you know, that just kind of demeanors him. But I just say, you know, yeah. he's the crane guy on the ground. Got it. And he actually will climb up and oil your 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 rig or whatever you want to call yes, it. Yes, his, his job title is to uh, do all the small maintenance on the crane, make sure all the hydraulic fluids and all the oil is all topped off. Mm-hmm. Um, also to assemble the crane while I'm running the crane. He's the guy that's got to kind of manhandle the pieces in. Mm-hmm. And then his job is also to keep up the basic maintenance on the crane with uh, appearance-wise. Like, oh, you know, wow. A lot of people give him like, sorry. That's good. <laughs> uh, about how... Um, they call him, you know, all he is is just a bona fide detailer. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, but he's a bona fide detailer that's getting paid almost $100 an hour plus wow. retirement and, and insurance. Wow. That's awesome. But, I mean, my partner's uh, personally, like, you know, he's like one of my closest brothers. And he is just like me in mm-hmm. where I like driving nice stuff. Yeah. So we... You want to keep it nice. Yeah. we Yeah. We, you look cool when you're driving down the road and, you know, yeah. you got the crane all shiny with armor all on it and stuff Whoa. and you don't see any dirt on it. That's why a lot of them is, you know, kept clean because we do have a real good personal pride with what we do. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Okay. Power turbines. Big, huge, white fin power turbines out in Palm Springs. Those are really cool. And you build those. Yes, we build them, and we also do the general maintenance on them. Wow. Where there's a lot of maintenance on those things. Really? Yeah, and it sucks because we have to go out there in the summer. Because like right now, so in the, right now in the winter, we're not using that much power. So mm-hmm. they don't really, if one goes down, they just don't really put one back online because they need the power. Uh-huh. During the summer when everyone's running their air conditioning, they're like, now, now, now. Uh-huh. So we got to go out in the middle of the desert when it's like 115 degrees oh, and gosh. work out there. Yeah, it's kind of hot. Well, I am really impressed. I, I'm i so happy I had you in here today because I learned so much. There are so many things that a crane can do. I had no idea, first of all. Uh, and I appreciate you being such a hard worker because literally you're building America. Um, these skilled jobs are so important. And I think we need more tradespeople and skilled workers like you for sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, for people that are just like me, like I barely graduated high school. My dad sat me down and was like, listen... We all know college is not in your uh, in your future. Mm-hmm. He's like, what you need to do is settle down, get into a trade school, and start making some good money. So when your friends that go to college graduate, you guys will be making the same pay. You know what? I say that all the time. Don't knock the trades. Don't knock these these hardcore workers because you make good money. Yeah. You Live better, good. work union. <laughs> yeah. Live better, work union. There you go. Well, thank you, Brett. Thanks for coming in today. Thank you very much. I had a great time. 
If there are any other trades or careers out there that you want to hear more about, just let me know. Go to www.thelittlebitpodcast.com and go to this episode and leave me a comment or send me an email. I will track down the person you want to hear about and get them on this podcast. Whether it be a doctor or a lawyer or an insurance salesman, we'll talk about it. Become a patron. Go over to patreon.com slash thelittlebitpodcast and help me make more amazing podcasts just like this one. The Little Bit Podcast is recorded in Orange County, California, is produced by me, Joni Sprague, and today the music you're hearing is from Sleep North America. You can download it now on SoundCloud. <laughs>